0: The proposed merger of CVS and Aetna would be among the largest deals ever in the healthcare sector. But unlike other recent potential mega-mergers, this would be largely vertical, which increases the possibility that it would heighten competition and offer patients greater value. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Limor Daphne, a Professor of Business Administration at Harvard Business School and a Faculty Research Fellow at the National Bureau of Economic Research. Professor Daphne has written a perspective article about what a CVS-Aetna merger would mean for patients and for the healthcare industry. Professor Daphne, the possibility of a merger of CVS and Aetna became public in October. So what's been the reaction to the deal, both from the healthcare industry and from antitrust enforcers?
1: Let me start with the healthcare industry, and thanks for inviting me to talk about this transaction, and say that the first reaction was widespread panic, I would say my phone had an email box had sort of frantic messages asking, What do you think this means for us? And I would say that a few months later things have really settled. This is not a typical kind of a merger and so the industry didn't really know how to process it at the beginning. But I think they've come to terms with what it might mean. And maybe we'll set aside the antitrust enforcers for later.
0: So you say in the article that outside pharmaceutical company mergers, this would be the largest deal ever in the healthcare sector. How common are mergers of an insurer with a provider or a pharmacy benefit manager?
1: Insurer with a provider are increasingly common. For example, quite recently United Healthcare announced its intention to purchase Davita Medical Group. But an insurer with a PBM, that sort of acquisition has certainly happened, just not quite as much on this scale. So United made some purchases, United has its own PBM. But this is taking one of the three largest standalone PBMs, when I say standalone, doesn't have an insurer, and merging it together with an insurer. It's a pretty big deal.
0: So for the companies involved, what's the value of this kind of vertical merger? How does it increase profit
1: margins? Well, I want to separate out the financial implications of the deal and the stock market performance, which really isn't my focus and the actual kind of bottom line value that might be created in the healthcare sector, which I think is of most interest to those of us who might be listening to and recording this podcast. There are a couple different ways that the combination could create value. One way is by combining the total medical spending that an insurer like Aetna will care about to provide low premiums for its members, and the total costs of prescription drugs, which a pharmacy benefit manager like CVS Caremark would care about. In many cases, those two pots, if you will, are being managed quite separately, and if the two can come together and consider the spillover effects of one on the other, for example, improving medication adherence might increase drug spend but might reduce hospitalizations, if you could combine those bottom lines, you might end up with better health and lower spending. So that is one important potential way that the entities could save money. A second important way might be if by having such frequent access to customers that Aetna CVS combined could have more influence about, say, where they receive their care. And there has been mention in various news reports that CVS would like to help direct patients to lower-cost sites of care and potentially to sites of care that they themselves own, which would certainly generate revenues for CVS and plausibly potentially save costs for the entire ecosystem.
0: Those providers that CVS owns, the retail clinics, they currently provide a limited array of mostly acute care services. Do you think that current payment models support a transition of those retail clinics into managers of chronic care as well?
1: I think it's certainly possible. I've got a bit of skepticism around it in that the retail clinics have been around for a while, and to the extent that they've played that role, it's been relatively quiet. So if they had such strong potential, you have to ask the question, why haven't there been more partnerships between providers, insurers, and the retail clinics? And In fact, there was a pretty well-publicized recent study showing that access to retail clinics actually raised spending because a lot of people went to clinics more often when they had access to it because it was convenient. Now, when it comes to chronic disease management, there's certainly reason to expect that having easy access to primary care could help patients manage those conditions, could help potentially bring down total costs, but there isn't really a lot of evidence on that. So, there's potential. I would say more potential than evidence.
0: If this deal does close, do you expect more vertical mergers in healthcare in the coming years? How could that sort of shift transform the landscape of the industry?
1: My goodness. As we record this, it's this the day after another potential vertical merger has been announced in the sector with Amazon and two large employers, Berkshire Hathaway and JP Morgan Chase proposing to create their own insurance company, which is when a buyer vertically integrates into provision of a service that they use to buy from the market. So absolutely, I expect we will see more vertical integration. The former CEO of Aetna said, with horizontal integration, no longer really feasible, possible, then vertical integration is where deal makers are looking. So I would certainly expect more of this.
0: And finally, what are the chances that this proposed merger will be challenged in court? And what do you think the time frame is for further movement on the deal?
1: Right. Well, the companies have announced that they'd like to close by the end of 2018, second half. If companies could always close when they wanted to, they'd certainly be happier than they are right now. I am aware that enforcement authorities are investigating, as you would expect, in this kind of a transaction. And what they'll be looking for is not the traditional when two rivals are merging and could they possibly raise price by eliminating one another from the marketplace, except for in some limited segments where I think these two firms might overlap certain Medicare Part D plans. But mostly what they'll be looking at is whether somehow the combination could reduce competition in certain markets. For example, is it possible that Aetna and CVS acting together could reduce competition for certain kinds of insurance products if the combined firm won't, say, allow prescriptions to be filled for another insurer's plan in a particular area? So they'll be investigating the potential for the deal to be anti-competitive, and they might have certain requirements, certain divestitures. As a result, I will be waiting, just as everyone else will be, to see if they have serious concerns and if they can be remedied without blocking the deal.
0: Thank you, Professor Daphne.